Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Ways for Children radio program. For my regular listeners, welcome back and Happy New Year. For those joining us for the first time, my name is Kimberly Nix, and I'm the founder of an awesome fitness program for children called Kids Under Construction. We teach children how to be accountable for their healthy journey through regular exercise, better food choices, and finally, by having an empowered self-image. If you wish to hear more details about my program, contact information will be given at the end of the show. But for the next 10 minutes, we will talk about a few simple ways to help your child start the new year off on the right foot and hopefully instill values that will help them well into adulthood. I believe that at a certain age, children really need to make better choices in their life, even younger children. They are not with mom and dad at all times, so we need to help them as adults in their lives, as parents, guardians, teachers, whomever, to them in the right direction and lead by example. These tips that I'm giving you today are, it's not rocket science, and probably you've heard them before and maybe some you haven't. But I believe that, especially for a child, little steps can help them make better choices later on in life. So listen to the tips. Hopefully you'll write them down, and you will be able to not only point your child in the right direction this year, something that will last them all year, but you yourself can make better choices. So let's start with tip one. Food is fun. I personally believe that no food should ever be off limits for a child unless there is a health reason or a health concern, they get sick, they have allergies. But if you take all of those factors out, really, children, should not be afraid to eat. And I've seen it at young ages, you know, as young as seven and eight years old where they are concerned about being overweight and being fat. And I really think the key to that is moderation. Everything can be eaten in moderation. They shouldn't be allowed to eat out of boredom or um, I think a lot of it is really trying to show them and teach them when they are actually hungry. And that's something as a parent that you can help them do that. The recommendation for everyone, adults and children alike, is six small meals a day. And that means that that I think that will help your metabolism, but it also will help prevent that hunger, starvation feeling. If children are having snacks, if they're having other things throughout the day to help keep them going, and help keep fueling them, especially if they're active in sports or they're just active children, and some are like that. Variety is the key. So make sure that you, as the person who is shopping for the family, that's bringing food in the home, that you are always trying to figure out ways to help them explore where food is concerned. And that will keep it nice and and they will want to do it more. Number two, breakfast every day. 
there is really no reason for a child not to eat breakfast every day. And I really stress this for teenagers because at a certain point they feel like they don't have time, they don't need to eat breakfast, but really in all actuality, this should be the biggest meal of the day because your body has all day to process the food, and as the meals go on, they should become a little bit smaller. So by the end of the day, you're not feeling so full and stuffed and then going to bed. But if you have a good, healthy breakfast, then children have energy to get through the day. It helps them stay focused in school. And if you're cooking at home, you're able to control what intake of salt and sugar and fat instead of going through drive throughs and things like that, which can sometimes cause children to feel sluggish and it won't be as effective. So tip number two, breakfast should be eaten every day. Be snacking. And this sort of ties into tip number one when I said variety is the key. Healthy snacks are really important at home because junk food, when they're outside of the home, there's more chance of them to intake that. But if you keep healthy snacks at home, some type of whole grain snacks like pretzels or sun chips, those are perfect for them to grab. When my children were, were young, we had a snack drawer. That way it was something in their reach, and if they were hungry, they can go and get in that snack drawer. Um, having it already prepared is another good way, getting baggies and making sure that things are kept um, things are kept in the refrigerator at a level so that they can reach it and then they can access it themselves. Because you want them to feel independent. You want them to feel like they are a part of the process. So, and another thing, mix and matching. Maybe having vegetables and fruits with cheese or yogurt or having dips, those are also things that help them um, be able to feel in control of the snacks. You want to teach them, not just to order them or to force them. Doing things like this will help them be more aware of what they're doing. Tip number four, a daily intake of fruits and vegetables. And I know that seems so simple, but it really is so important for them to make sure that at some point during the day they are getting that into their diet. And once they start it, it will just be something that continues to grow and grow and grow. If you have a child right now that eats a lot of fast foods and a lot of fatty foods and processed foods, yes, when you start to make the journey into something healthier, you you may feel some resistance. A lot of children don't understand and they feel like it's punishment, but the more they do it, and if they feel like that is their only option, then they will get more on board with the idea. So let's recap right quick. Number one, food is fun. Tip number two, breakfast every day. Tip number three, healthy snacks. And tip number four, a daily intake of fruits and vegetables. Now we have one caller that has called in. So let me see if I can get them on the line. Hello, this is Kimberly. Hello? 
Yes. Hello? Did you have a question? No, no, not at this time. Great, great, uh, great tips, though. Okay, thank you. Okay, so we're going to go on to tip number five, quench their thirst. We've all heard it, and believe me, it is an uphill battle for some children, but water is the best option for quenching a child's thirst. And if that is a challenge, all seen it lately, um, more advertising, more online, more recipes for adding fruit to sort of take change that up a little bit. It's great. I put strawberries, blueberries, um, lemon, lime. Some people put watermelon. There are so many different options that can help them get away from that, it's just the water. Things like energy drinks are horrible. First of all, the caffeine intake and the sugar intake for these drinks are so bad for children. Coffee is bad. Even drinking too many sports drinks and, and things of that, it's just not good for them. If they are doing sports and they need to replenish the electrolytes, something like a sports drink is perfect. But on a regular basis, water needs to be the main intake for children, six to eight-ounce eight glasses each day. So if you have the water bottles, if you um, keep this readily available again at home, then they will be more inclined to drink that. I know, again, when my children were growing up, I didn't even buy soda in the house. It was definitely a special occasion. I cooked. I did weekly menus. I did everything to sort of help. And a lot of times these options work much better when you prepare and when you think ahead and in advance of what is the week going to look like? How often are you looking at the school lunch menu to see exactly what are their options? And then talking to your child to see what exactly are you eating, what do you not like on the menu? Would you like to bring your lunch maybe a couple of times during the week? And then that way you can interject more of the healthy options. I know that the school lunch programs are doing way more than they have in past years, but your child may not like those options. They may find it bland. They might just not like it. But if you take a look at it, go to your school's website. I know uh, my school used to have um, the option of, putting the money on the books for them to go to, to get their lunch. But I also could see exactly what they were eating. And my middle son, I noticed like right at the beginning of the year, he was eating every day chicken fingers and french fries and cookies. And I told him, if you eat that one more time, it's going to be on the do not eat list. And, and there was a way to do that. So get involved. Get involved with your, with your school to figure out what exactly are their options during the week and making sure that there's a good balance for them. Again, let's go back to tip number one. Food is fun. So it's unreal for a child never to enjoy cake or cookies or ice cream. But in moderation, they can enjoy it and they'll learn as they become adults how to figure out when enough is enough. Okay, so we're going to go to tip number six, get moving. 
Exercise is so important, but it's not the most important. If you really, really think about it, it's the food that weighs more heavily than the exercise. But they all work together to help that child live a healthy lifestyle. Getting fit is not a quick Band-Aid and making, you know, making your child lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds. No. It has to be something that becomes a daily option for them. So doing things as a family is always the best way and the best motivation. Again, lead by example. So if they see that you're not sitting in front of the TV, if they see that you are doing other things, that helps them. So things like yard work and cleaning out the garage, walking the neighborhood, it, those sort of things are so important. Not only are you getting the exercise all together, but you can see, is that neighborhood safe for your child to be out there? Are you getting to know your neighbors? If you walk enough in your neighborhood, your neighbors will get to know you and you will get to know them by simply saying hi as you're walking around, those types of things. Festivals are also a great form of exercise, especially in the summer. In Georgia, we have tons of free festivals. All you have to do is look in the newspaper and the AJC. They have an event section. There's always something that you can take your child to. Sometimes you might have to drive a little ways, but it's there. And you guys can walk and you can talk and you can enjoy each other's company. And then finally, mall walking. I'm not a big mall person, but that's a great way to kill two hours. You could go school shopping. Your child can go. You guys can even stop and find, you know, go to Chick-fil-A and get a sandwich in the food court. You're not only bonding with your child, but you're getting that exercise that, that you both need on a daily basis. And this really should happen every day in some form or fashion. So just keep that in mind. So we're going to recap one more time before I close the program out. Tip number one, food is fun. Always keep it fun. Tip number two, breakfast every day. Tip number three, healthy snacking. Tip number four, a healthy daily intake of fruits and vegetables. Tip number five, quench their thirst with that water. And tip number six, get moving. Make sure that you guys are always trying to find activities to do as a family. Well, our time is coming to an end, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning into the program today. Again, my name is Kimberly Nix, and I'm the founder of an adolescent fitness program called Kids Under Construction. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter, or you can contact me at 404-748-0569, and we can discuss how to help your family to live a healthy lifestyle. The radio program airs once a month, and until next time, Remember that by working together, we can build a generation of healthy children. Bye.